Hey, Zeke. See? Did you know that today's show is sponsored by CastCartel.com? Maybe. When you're sitting at home at night and it's late, and the liquor store is closed, you're bored, you're on the couch, you're like, I'm all out of my Wheatley vodka or I'm all out of my gin. You got to get more. Or maybe it's your whiskey. Whatever it is, CastCartel.com will get it shipped right to your door. They have some store picks, even though it's not a lot. There's some breaking bourbon picks on there. This is not going to be the place you go to get crazy bourbon and crazy whiskey. But if you want some good daily drinkers, be it bourbon, be it gin, be it vodka, tequila, mezcal, whatever it is, go to CastCartel.com. They are changing the industry. They're like the Amazon of the spirits industry. You know what that means, Zeke? I know what Amazon is. So you know how Amazon is not the one who's actually doing the selling? They're kind of getting stores. They're a place to bring stores together with the consumer. I mean, I hit this pay button on the Amazon.com. Yeah, it goes through Amazon, but there is another store that is actually fulfilling that order. Okay, yes. So that's what Cast Cartel does, so that you can sit on the couch with one hand and order your liquor. One hand, you say? Yeah, castcartel.com follow them on instagram castcartel.com or also follow them on facebook another thing i have to tell you before we start the show it's a secret you got a lot on your forehead today why well you just keep telling me stuff but it is a secret and the secret is out if you are a distillery you probably already know the secret distilleryproducts.com has the best prices and selection around for your engraved laser etched glass needs they have all your glen karens they are the only place in america that is a wholesaler where you can get the neat glass they have the tua glass and that is an irish whiskey tasting glass it's a total secret the people that knew about them the way that i found out about them was distilleries and they have great wholesale products that you can engrave. That's what we use for all of our glasses on the show, distilleryproducts.com. They have flasks, glasses, all sorts of cool stuff. If you want to put a brand on it or a logo on it, if you are a bourbon group, if you are a store, if you are a distillery, you are missing the boat if you are not using distilleryproducts.com. And we thank them for providing all of our glassware on Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Might be a tough move with the uh, the Tua glass here in the South. Is that like a football reference? Yeah, Alabama's quarterback. He goes by the name of Tua. Well, I have Thria. Well, Kentucky's Thria ain't going to beat Alabama and Tua. No. Thestoryproducts.com. Check them out. My name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Hello, Zeke Baker. Hello, John. How are you? Alive and kicking. Very excited today for three reasons. The first one is that Walt from Radnor is here. The second one, Walt's daughter made us this meat and cheese plate that is amazing charcuterie charcuterie and we're going to give her some props here in a second but the third thing is that our very own matt damon the guy who we always want to have on the podcast but we never have enough time i don't know how he like walt smuggled him in in a suitcase well don't count your chickens for the hatch he hasn't spoken yet He's looking at us. Just saying, just because he's in the building of the room, you know, it doesn't count till you go live. It is his bedtime. He's looking at his watch. But well, guys, it was it was a fun episode. <laughs> I really, really uh, enjoyed my time here. I hope you guys uh, have a good one. The one, the only, the man behind Tree Fitty, the man behind And It's Gone, the man behind Fuck Cancer, Michael Hines, the one, the only... Thank you so much for coming. Boy, that's that's a that's a big intro. I know. I thought he was gonna run out of breath. Yeah, no, that's that's I'm impressed. I'm a big guy, I have a yeah. lot of hot air. Yeah. I can keep going. <laughs> We're good. Walt, you coming on as well, this has been something that's been years in the making. We've we've wanted to sit down with you for a long time. 
Thank you for staying up past your bedtime. It's a pleasure to have you on. Oh, I'm honored to be here. I uh, I have enjoyed meeting y'all and becoming friends, and I'm glad to sit here and break a little bread with you and uh, and talk some whiskey. Absolutely. And before we get into talking whiskey, let's talk about actually how we broke bread. Now, your daughter makes these charcuterie boards. It's Mag's Meals on Instagram, right? That's correct. Now, this board had, Zeke, what was it, like cut-up salami? and It had a lot of things that were really good. I know, but I'm trying to actually describe this for people. Well, you took pictures. I did take pictures. It's on our Instagram, but there were some brie. There were blackberries. There's she it, she toasted some almonds. Whatever this honey nuts. concoction thing is with the uh, whatever on top. Oh, the bourbon honey with, with the, red pepper with flakes. Red pepper you flakes. really add a lot to this, Zeke. I know. You really you really bring it. <laughs> hey, I mean, it was good. It is good. I'm still working on it. This kind of makes you want to do a moon saw, doesn't it? Look here now. <laughs> y'all y'all hear about that? Zeke thought. The wrestling move, moonsault. Oh, God. He thought his whole life, he thought it was a moonsaw. Is it not? Exactly. It, I mean, it's a moonsaw. It's a moonsault, like a somersault. I've never heard any of those announcers put the T in their enunciation of that. They are from the South. I know. It's just, they're yeah, I was going to say, where, where are they from? <laughs> Zeke had his whole childhood crushed when I explained to him that it was a moonsault, not a moonsault. Even worse, like I knew immediately if it was for once. Like, yeah, Edwards didn't just kind of like trolling me to see if he can get away with something here like he's being dead serious yeah. for 30 something years now still i will call it a moonsaw mm. but speaking of a moonsaw right into this charcuterie board there was some other type of cheese we don't know what type of cheese it was no there was brie and there was another type of cheese it was good there's salami and then there was some ham it's almost like a prosciutto type meat but a little bit thicker the almonds Pickled other cucumbers. Pickled cucumbers. And she'll deliver these to your house. She will. She? You know, it's game day, and you don't want to put together a spread for your people or uh, your Michael Hines, and you never know the people that you are entertaining at your apartment. The chewing on the air oh, is great. <laughs> <laughs> You're really adding to this show, Matt Damon. <laughs> but if you never know who you're going to be having over and you're entertaining guests and you have... You know, and you're unlike us, and you have distillers that are showing up in your private residence, then, you know, maybe you want to reach out to Mag's Meals and, and get something done for you. It's delicious. Absolutely. Good job, Mag. Love you, sweet pea. Fine job. I don't even think I can say it, and I just want to keep eating it. I know. We're having a hard time actually <laughs> recording, because all we want to do is eat this, and we know when we're done, and Walt has to take this board away, we're just trying to get everything in now as we can. Hey, y'all can keep the board. Just bring it back to me. No, it's will be, be empty before you leave. Easily the least amount of bourbon that's been consumed before a show. I know we have all this <laughs> stuff on the table. We have and it's gone. We have a lion share Willet bottle. We have the three fifty Willet bottle. We have the pinhook bourbon war. We have fuck cancer three, the wilderness trail bottle. All this stuff's on the table, and I think we've maybe had a sip. We've just been sitting around eating the food. Yep. But Walt. Before we start talking about the whiskey, what I do want to say is this Friday night, the 27th, Bacon and Barrel at Green Door Gourmet in Nashville, Tennessee, Zeke and I will be doing a live podcast. If you don't have your ticket yet, go to baconandbarrel.com. There's going to be over 40 bourbon and whiskeys to drink and over 20 restaurants that are making pork and bacon style dishes. Again, that's baconandbarrel.com. Go ahead and check them out. Really looking forward to that one. Saturday is going to be a mean case of the meat sweats. Well, <laughs> funny about that. Saturday, you're leaving me, but I'm driving out to East Tennessee to Pigeon Forge, and I will be podcasting at the Old Forge Heritage Days. So me and Keener Stanton, we're actually going to play the guitar a little bit. Keener is that the truck here has got leather seats? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Keener is the distiller at Old Forge. So they, they asked if I'd play the guitar with them a little bit. They'd asked if we'd podcast. Uh, so we'll be there. We'll be talking to people. Go ahead and check us out. Go out to Old Forge Heritage Days if you live out in East Tennessee. That's all the admin stuff I have to talk about. 
We were talking about this pinhook bourbon war. I think there's kind of two things that we should get out of the way quick on this show. Walt and, and Mike, tell us a little bit. A couple months ago, we all got together. We did something at, at Mike's house, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we got together and what did we taste? About eight different samples of pinhook. I think it was more like 18. (laughs) (laughs) I I may have stopped at (laughs) 8. But, but yeah, it was us and uh, Barrels and Brews guys, and actually my son was there, and then... 404 Kitchen, Chef Bolas. Yep, Matt was there, and then we went and all broke bread together afterwards. No glasses were broken, though, luckily. Or did John break one? I didn't. No, I think it was good this time. Finally. It was no Hulk smash. <laughs> no, actually, I think we went through 18 samples, and I know that Barrels and Brews and uh, Walt and all of us, with those two of them, we really liked. So I'm uh, really excited about seeing these come in in the next week. One bourbon, one rye, and we actually got the email a couple days ago. These are being bottled. They're ready to go. They will be coming to Nashville. It kind of is nice that it's coming off the heels of Bourbon War, coming to Nashville, the first of Pinhook's vertical it's a four-year mgp they'll be releasing one every year for the next nine years but this is a special pick for us there's one bourbon one rye it's going to be called breaking bread 404 kitchen it is barrels and brews it is radner wine and spirits it is michael hines and it is dad's drinking bourbon all together breaking bread what a great pick uh, yeah well it, it was a great pick but it was great fun even better getting, we all agreed it, yeah, i mean getting yeah. together and and because right, we're all agreed. looking around like all right which one do you like which one do you like and then shit did we really all hit the nail on the head for two separate picks i mean well it, it, at first it was like it was like a test no one was really <laughs> talking and then all of a sudden yeah i like this one i like this one okay great honestly we, i mean when that it was, that it was hit, quick though, too yeah, when that one hit though we all knew instantly it was it was the winner the, the amount of time it took me, well, like, there's 20 minutes, like Walt said, as soon as we all started talking, they were like, oh, well, we're all on the same page, I guess, somehow. So, well, I think we had, what, 18 samples, and Sean was running late, so we had, what, 30 minutes to, to pick? Oh, that's right. You pulled out some of your private stuff yeah. for us. Yeah, we were. No, it was quick, but literally, there was no debate or, like, second no. guessing. Nobody looked back as far as, did we do the right one? Like, everybody was. Oh, yeah, just no, I think it was nine be. bourbon, nine rye. And they were Mike's little island. The bottles were all there. We each had a glass, and it was, all right, drink something real quick, rinse it out. Drink the next one real quick, rinse it out. We'll need to post a picture of that uh, with the release of this podcast and as well with the release of uh, the barrels. When it comes in, yeah. To show the amount of samples we had sitting there. People kept moving them forward, if I remember. So it was like, out of the nine, it was like, all right, you really need to try these three. If you haven't got anything go ahead and try this one this one this one on the rye try this one this one this one on the bourbon and we kind of narrowed it down that way yes yes and these are actually the first and only barrel picks of penhook in middle tennessee that i'm aware of yep i know there's one in new orleans a couple in kentucky couple in kentucky i think these are definitely imagine that yeah (laughs) and it's normally more of a uh, a john thing on aesthetics but these two labels are dope oh absolutely and it's waxed, and it tastes so much better waxed. <laughs> well, you Only just you like able it. to ride them out in there when you're, you're cracking the yeah, seal. It's, yeah. a, it's a very fine line. Well, you two, and by you two, I mean Mike and Zeke, You, it, it's got that familiar bottle shape that you like with Willet. You know, it, it's that wine bottle turned bourbon <clears throat> bottle yeah. that you really like. I mean, we have actually a Willet bottle sitting right next to uh, <laughs> in, uh you know, if there wasn't a label on here, it could be hard to tell them apart. Mike was like, you know what? These bottles seem to fit well on my shelf. I already have a bunch of them. We might as well get more. I, didn't, I never even realized that, but uh, you're definitely correct. There is another pick that we all went on. Speaking of these two bottles next to each other, I think it's finally time that we spill the beans. What do you all think? Yes. Who wants to do the honors? I like spilling the cheese right towards my face. All right, so I I think that means Zeke's out. So, Walt, do you want to tell everybody what we did? We went to Willet, and we were able to pick a couple of barrels. Going into all the samples, this was one, I think we had eight samples in total. And all eight were delicious. These were all of Willet's own distillate. This was all all Colesveen's own 
own juice, if you will, and it was uh, everything from rye to bourbons, a few different recipes, and it was high rye, I think, at the very beginning. Then went to the OG. I mean, it kind of went through wheat. I don't. Did he have any wheat? There's no. no wheat. I think we just had the OG. I think we no, had high corn. Oh, but, that was it. But it, it was, was high rye, high corn, it was OG. High, I think it, it had the different entry proof. It had the different entry proof because we were all sitting there looking at each other, going, "This is not where the high corn normally hits." Yeah. And then, uh, you know, rounding the curve, so to speak, or hitting, you know, hitting the backstretch before the rise came in. And, you know, for such a change of pace still, though, I mean, and, and we've said it more than once that, granted, some of that's probably just nature, but will its rise just, you know, it's a little bit further ahead than most of the bourbons. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, you know, anything negative, but that rye hit us a good spot quicker, just the nature of the grains. And then we kind of rounded that curve, and it's like, oh, man, like, well, now I'm torn not only between which one do I like, but do I want to go right, right? Do I want to go bourbon? You know. Yeah, that's that's. And it's something. not like there was a wrong answer. <laughs> now, no. now, John and Walt, those are actually a pretty good group that they were on that pick as well. Well, what I liked about that, you know, Walt and his family and and his crew were down on on one side of the table. Mm-hmm. Then Mike was in the middle with Ashton, and just thanks to Ashton for putting everything together. And then uh, Zeke and I were on the end, but in between Zeke and I was Mandy Vance from Four Roses. And that was just an incredible experience to be able to pick a barrel of Willet sitting with Mandy and just kind of talking to her about everything. She's probably been on more barrel picks because she runs that than anyone, uh, you know, in the business. Oh, no. I mean, it still cracks me up because, you know, we're sitting there. And as we start getting these samples, you know, she and I are, you know, shooting the breeze, not even really talking about what we're drinking, just, you know, this and that. And like, all right, well, what all's coming out here today? And I'm like, well, I think there's going to be a couple of barrels get picked, you know, one for the store and then one for us. And she said, well, what's going to happen if you both want the same barrel? And I just said, Mandy, we're just happy to be here. We're going to take whatever we enjoy and nobody's going to complain a damn word. She said, I wish people had that attitude. <laughs> but... What I can say is, thankfully, Walt liked one thing, and we liked the other. Right. And there was no, both of them were phenomenal. And it just so happened, and I'm, I'm not even lying about this, Zeke and I were over there whispering to each other, and you guys were over there, and, I, and we were like, all right, we like this one the best, but our backup, if Walt likes that one, is this other one. The one that he picked was our backup, and then we picked... His backup. Right, right. It, so it just well, worked. I even said, I said, like, this rye, this one right here is most likely the best pour sitting on the table. I just keep coming back to this bourbon because it's much more unique and not anything I have had or experienced in their pours. So that, that was really where the, the conundrum was, was this is unlike anything the I've most had. Unique. I don't think it, it would beat it if I'm being honest to myself and neither were bad. But that was the, the the struggle of, well, which way? And then uh, well, I tend to. Di- I mean, I think they were both phenomenal. I think they were tied. If if you want my honest opinion, you know, I was on the I was on the Radner that pick when uh, I think I voted with Radner and uh, Susan, and that was. But uh, I, I was my second was was your pick, so I'll be excited to get them both back in and, and side by side them and, and revisit them. It'll be a good time. We're gonna blind them. And I think Zeke and I are going to win. Well, it's not fair to the bourbon. T- <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> How are you going to blind a bourbon and a rye? <laughs> this guy. Yeah. That's like, like, like blinding chocolate milk and 2%. I mean. <laughs> we'll, we'll throw in a third in there. Just about, you know, we'll throw in another bourbon and another now, I, rye. I think one of the great things about that whole experience was, you know, Willett and, and Drew, uh, it's a family-grand business, and so is Radner Walt. So, you know, you don't have that big box fill. When you walk into Radner... You know, Walt's usually behind the register, and he'll talk bourbon with you. So I really think that that – damn, Zeke. I'm watching him pour up the, this three-finger sample. That that's must, that's that must one and be, a half of my hands, that buddy. Might, yeah, that must not be your bottle. No, it's my bottle, there so he's doing that. <laughs> oh, when John but, breaks out bottles? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't take three-finger pours like that from you. <laughs> <laughs> Only the ones you don't like, and you're like, hey, drink this up. But so it would be great to see uh, you know, Radner getting part of uh, the pinhook as well as a Willet. You know, from Middle Tennessee, it's I think it's well deserved because he's done a lot of great, great picks and a lot of great things. Well, and, and I'm sliding you money 
under the table because that was a great segue and you were going exactly where I wanted to go. For those of you that don't know in Nashville, Tennessee, off Harding Place, the exit off 65, it is right off the exit is Radnor Wine and Spirits. And it was something that I didn't know about until a few years ago. And the reason I found out about Radnor, no lie, was that at the Whiskey House, we had done this blind tasting of Bellmead and Radnor won. It was a blind tasting of about 12 picks and when you could still readily have (laughs) store picks Uh, of bell meat around i miss those days i miss those days too because they were like 50 60 bucks everybody had them there was the barrels and brews pick that that got a lot of notoriety but you know in town we also knew there was a craft brewed pick that was really good there was the radner pick and then we put them all together and did them blind and the radner pick won and that was my first time, no lie, walking into Radnor. Because typically I had been more of a West Nashville guy and hadn't gone south besides, you know, Carruthers yeah, and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. But uh, it's an awesome store because you, you always have some picks out for people to get. But you have a huge wall. The wall to the right, as soon as you walk in, is just full of whiskey. So if you are a whiskey fan... The first thing you're going to see when you go into Radnor Wine and Spirits is just going to hit you in the face. Well, well, thank you. Um, that's that's something we really <clears throat> concentrate on. Uh, obviously, whiskey has outpaced wine, vodka, obviously beer is our number one selling type. What about the Fireball, though? Uh, well, <laughs> and Wheatley Vodka. Hey, How's hey, the Wheatley hey, Vodka? Let, let me tell you something. Fireball. <laughs> Keeps the lights on. Hey. <laughs> and I'm not mad about that. That and Smirnoff and Wheatley Vodka. <laughs> yes. No one's complaining there at all. <laughs> so what made you get into running a liquor store in the first place? Oh, how did? How, when did Radner start? How did you get started? Dude, all right. You asked the question. Go ahead. <laughs> I, uh, I bartended to pay bills in college. When I got out, I found a job at a four-star restaurant. It's long gone, but Mario's. I wore a tuxedo to bartend. I got sick of that, realized my college degree was not helping me. So I went to work for a wholesaler, worked there for nine years, got sick of that, wanted to do something for myself. I said, I'm either going to become a chef or own a liquor store. The Radnor opportunity came about and... Jeez, almost 21 years later, I'm still there. So do you wish you became a chef? No. Lord, I would have eaten myself out of house. You you look much less stressful when I see you in the store than if I imagined you being a chef (laughs) at a restaurant. Right, right. Everything going on and all the moving parts and just all that that's going to encompass. I have loved the past 21 years, save for the first five, because we really struggled. But... You know, I learned how to run the business and learned how to get into bourbon and some different wines and beers, and I can help people when they come in. That's a great story. I think we talked to a lot of different store owners. How crazy has it been for you with the bourbon boom? You have said things have changed. Did it take you a second to get prepared for it, or did you kind of see it coming? Funny story, my... Uh, my brother-in-law, Kerry, owns Peg Lake Porker. And uh, he told me 15 years ago, you need to get some Van Winkle. I was like, what the hell is Van Winkle? <laughs> and so I got a 10-year-old Rip and 23-year-old Pappy. They were lined on the shelf. I still have pictures. Nobody would buy them. You know, times have changed. Where do I put my request in, Walt? <laughs> right. Are well, they... well, hell, no. I remember Mike was only a uh, Jack, Jack Daniels, Daniels guy yeah. for years. I said, hey, I've got some of this Van Winkle. Do you want it? No. That was about 20, that was 2011, 2012. I was turning down. <laughs> By 2013, though, that's... Uh, times changed. Times changed. So, yeah. 
I remember, I, I always say this, so I'm going to keep it brief, but all the stuff when I was at Kentucky, just all the stuff that was even in the grocery store. I wish I just had a bunker then, but I was young and broke and stupid. When I met Walt, you know, Walt's stores near my office, so I used to walk in just to buy Jack Daniels, but not like just regular black label. It would be their yeah, limited yeah. release, which they only make, you know, 150000 of. <laughs> so I would come in to hurry up and buy as much of that as I possibly could. Six years later, it's in my storage unit. If anyone knows anyone wanting to buy some Jack. Well, I liked this week, Mike, you put up on your Instagram, you, you put that old picture of your Jack Daniels room. Yeah. And I love how there's a lot of uh, California sports team signed jerseys. In that. 40, 49ers. I mean, Joe Montana and the comeback kid. If you uh, that Michael Jordan back in the eighties. Didn't you have Magic on there too? Yeah, that was that was actually pre AIDS. Got you off guard with that one. Huh? <laughs> I wasn't sipping anything, but <laughs> his, his, the whole thing, his, this picture. And anybody who goes to Heinz Place now. And they see all the Willet on there. Oh, yeah. There's four roses. There's Pinhook. There's, it was it was it was Jack, and a lot of that Jack, you know, that was just the standard shelf stuff came from uh, Radner. I mean, uh, when Sinatra came out, uh, I, Lord, I think you bought four cases. Of oh, more Sinatra. Man, it was it was like eight, it was eight thousand dollars of Sinatra the day it came out. Were you Walt, worried Walt, you weren't going to have enough? Yeah, Walt said Fireball paid the bills. Well, that month, yeah, yeah. Jack Daniel Sinatra did. <laughs> well, I, I took a picture of that receipt and sent it to my family. I said, oh, happy day. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> I got idiot. this sucker. <laughs> All this booze in the store, and he's going for the Jack. The Jack. Yeah, he passed on the old rip. It went straight for the jack. Meanwhile, Walt's calling the distributor. Get me any Sinatra you can. I yeah. think this guy will buy more. Yeah, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> no, no, it was it was no. it was quite the opposite. I uh, I called the distributor and said, "Hey, I've got a good customer. You know, let me know when things come out." It, it really was not. He's an idiot. No, no for, for for heck, I think Walt and I for six seven years, uh, you know, kind of grown together, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, once again, I was actually I. I was so impressed with his Bell Mead pick when I tried it that I actually bought it from the shelf and entered it into the the blind because oh, I was right. I was so confident that that was such a good bottle. Um, so you, you guys know, have I'm, picked we, a few together. We have. Yes, we have. We have. Yeah. What else? Uh, we uh, I think our, our first Russell's pick. Mm-hmm. You were there. Yeah, and that one was uh, delicious in my very biased opinion. Lord, you may have helped me also on a Buffalo Trace. I mean, there have been several where I'll get a sample in and I'll call Mike say, hey, stop by at lunch. Let's. We've we've always lined up our, our pallets and Susan. Uh, actually, uh, he's got, I guess, is that your sister-in-law? No, she's just oh, just a, a trusted employee. Wow. She's like family now. Yeah, she really she is. is. And actually, uh, every time we've ever tasted, uh, her and I have... 100% of the time have lined up. Yeah. It, Walt doesn't need me or anybody else. As long as he has Susan, yeah. she's like the secret weapon. Well, you guys picked um, you picked a few others together. Fuck Cancer. That was the Russells that we had actually, Heinz, we got together the other day and you busted out some of that. I forgot. That's a very special bottle. And it was just so good because... Yeah, that original Russell's uh, Fuck Cancer, you know, there was, there was a lot of meaning behind it. But even even if you take that out and you just taste it, it's a really special bottle. And uh, can't thank Walt enough for, for letting me, you know, do that pick. And uh, he supported 100%. And uh, the community really has. And I'm kind of, kind of sad I'm down to like three of them left. And, and we are going to talk about that at the end because I want to make sure we put a, enough time into what you're doing. But I still have to talk about Radner because, Walt, I, I think you're a genius in a lot of ways. Except well, I, I do too. But. <laughs> except for the sticker on your last pick oh. of Russell's. And, and I feel like there have been better okay. stickers. Well... I actually well, uh, I, I might have assisted with that, but yeah, I Mike, I'm a Florida fan. I know. So this was a lot. This was tough because Walt's a big UT fan, and and I wanted to say like if you're catering to the Nashville community, you're probably doing a good job. If you're catering to anybody who went to any other school mm-hmm. in the SEC, you're not doing a good job. So you want to tell everybody what it was? Uh, yeah, it was uh, what 2016 
Champions of Life, no, 2017 Champions of Life, whatever, 2019 SEC Champions. And that, how's that working out for you? Uh, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of, it's, there's it's, a lot of the season season's not over yet. I don't know if that's a good or a bad like, thing. Gee, that, it, yeah. it breaks my heart. You know, the good thing <clears throat> is, though, they sold out of that pick before the season started. That's right. So if the season would have started, like, you know, and you still had half of it, it'd probably still be sitting there. But but that uh, pick, it, it, but, it but, had the quote, but you had the big T on it. And uh, and yeah, and the, the checkerboard, thanks to Mike, it spelled out Radner. Oh, there in the end go. zone. Mm-hmm. I just saw the T and I kind of said, like, all right, I'm in for next, next pick. Yeah. Um, I'm kidding. No, I no, got no, it. It no, was no. very good. Hey, hey, the good news, it was in the bottle. It wasn't It wasn't a sticker. It was a great. Oh, I'm whiskey. just ribbing you as a Kentucky fan. It was a great, great So pick. as a Florida fan, you should see, and I should actually post them on my Instagram, you should see the three other variations that I had provided. Because <laughs> the other ones were, were I mean, you know, the Champions of Life was a complete dig. And then, you know, but you should have seen the other ones. As a Florida fan, uh, Walt saw right through the other options. <laughs> you know what I want to talk about? Because this is not, I mean, this is a show that's really more four friends sitting around having a good time together. Did you see the Tennessee player the other day who couldn't pick a landline up? Mm, that's great. Yeah, he picked up the telephone. He no. took the, he took the you know how they have the oh, landline no, on the side he no. took it he took the whole landline and he put it up to his ear <laughs> Barstool Sports uh, has that now so yeah. check him out it's pretty good Uh-oh. we'll find the video for you Hines is gonna find the video before you leave he took the whole landline <laughs> like the whole old old telephone put it up to his ear and thought he was talking that, you see that Zeke maybe it was stuck to his glove you know? was, that explains a lot about the season though uh, you're right. Although I do wonder, Mike, were you uh, were you on the last Dickel pick? You know, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a Dickel fan. Me, me a, either. Yeah, I know. That, you. I laugh because at, at one point I think even you told me like, yeah, well, I want you to come by. He's got a pick. He, he's real proud of. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go by. What is it? Like, it's Dickel. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> me and Dickel just don't get along too well. Uh, but open mindedly enough, I'm like, all right, I'll give you anything a whirl. I come home with a bottle, and I think I called Edward just like first thing. I got home cracked and just took a sipper off the top. I'm like, this nickel is good. Like, you keep saying that. I need to try it because you keep, you've almost. I mean, well, how long has it been there? And it, 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 it is a diamond in the rough almost. Lord, we, we got over 240 bottles. It was only a nine year, so I imagine it was a good yield. And it's, it's been a year. No, I, I, is there I, still some left? Yes. Honestly, I mean, as many people, especially in this area, that like love Dickel, yeah. I'm telling you, this this one blows the top off of any even, I've had. Even in private conversations, Zeke says this. This this isn't just uh, no, it, it, it bewilders me because I'm like, yeah. I, I generally just don't like it, but yeah. that one is a damn good barrel. So kudos to you on that one. Well, well thank the you. thing that gets me about that one is, oh, oh. Oh my God! You see him picking up the phone. <laughs> it's uh, the thing that gets me about that dickle is Zeke brought that, so that was over a year ago. Because mm-hmm. I don't think were we podcasting at that point. Maybe not. That might have been a couple. That might have been a while ago. That might have been. No, we we've done a few. No, different. but that might have been 2017 before we act where we were just doing the Instagram live shows, and we weren't even doing the podcast then. Well, My like, memory's going bad, but well, Zeke just like his Bell Mead, his Bell Mead sat there, and all of a sudden people realized it was probably one of the best that ever came out of the distillery, and within a weekend it was gone. Yeah, yeah. No. So, so I'm almost kind of sad that that uh, Walton Radner's on the show because uh, that just means a few more people to go in and uh, makes it harder for harder for me. Hey, what other notch are still going to be there? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Jack Apple. <laughs> Did you buy that? No, not yet, but I will. You know, I'll put it next to my uh, crown peach. He, hey, as I say, he does have crown oh. peach on the shelf. I saw that. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm probably one of the few that does. I'm pretty sure it's going to be whiskey of the year uh, next to that uh, harvest. Uh. <laughs> People say good things about that crown peach, though. Have you had it? No. 
I haven't either. No. no. I don't I don't put umbrellas in my drink. I am excited though. Zeke and I are gonna do a uh, WGW show. We're gonna drink white claw truly and all sorts of things. I we you should add some you should add some scope mouthwash to this lineup. White claw? I have some in the apartment. It okay. It's it's impossible to get right now. Nashville actually has like Publix has white claw in Nashville. <laughs> well if you saw my, no, my last Instagram, twelve yeah. twelfth okay. and pine had this weekend, I walked over some for some champs a little late, and they had one variety pack of White Claw left, and they had a $100 price tag on it. <laughs> and I, yeah. it's, I, I asked the guy, I said, uh, this is obviously a joke for social media. And he looked me dead in the eye and goes, no, this is my last one. Uh, I've already turned down $75. So I know these bachelorettes in the gulch are probably, uh, you know, freaking out right now. Uh, but this was this was true story. Uh now we're totally kidding, but if you're in the Nashville area and you need some white claw, you go south of town. It's very plentiful down here. <laughs> I've heard. I've actually heard Publix and all that. Uh, that guy looks mean too. <laughs> he wasn't negotiating at all. Not that I wanted him. <laughs> well, we have a standing order for double-digit cases every week of white claw. It's been two weeks since we've been able to get it. They say it won't be back until sometime in October. I can't wait till White Claw hits the secondary market. There's a secondary market <laughs> for White Claw. It'd be great this box. Comes back the same time as the uh, the spicy chicken sandwich. Oh man. It's gonna be a rough week. <laughs> what do you do? Do you go to the gas station or do you go to Popeyes? Hey, both. I'm looking forward to the McRib. <laughs> Is it almost McRib week? I, I, I think yeah, week yeah. exactly. It's yeah. like fall in Nashville. There's a week of McRib and there's a week of fall. Isn't there an app that actually tracks who has McRibs? Uh, I'm sure there is. I, I was talking I, I, John like I on a regular know. basis. Yeah, <laughs> he'll tell you. I, I allow myself one <clears throat> per year, and first week it's out, I get a McRib. Yeah, you got to get one. Just make sure quality control is the same. I haven't had a McRib in like 20 years. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's the next lunch date. Sorry, I John. I don't think I've ever had a McRib. That's, that's, that's why you're not as tall as the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, with the zing. Man. Yes. <laughs> I knew I should have left already. You know, I don't think I've ever had a McRib. Yeah. I'm not lying. I don't think I've ever had a McRib. Oh. Let's 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 plan a day. All right, a whole day. We can we can, yeah. we, can magic we can hold hands and, and can we never, play in the play place? You've never had a McRib. I don't think I've ever had a McRib with the fake fake ribs and fake sauce. I don't think I've ever had oh, it. Man, wow, moonsaw. <laughs> that, that's I've had a McRib though. I'm just saying I don't think I've ever had a McRib. I think it's almost like baseball. It's American, right? I think you have even vegetarians eat McRibs once a year. I mean, if you want to get really bold, I remember one year I got them and they had like the two for whatever price, but I was trying to limit my bread intake, so I just doubled up the patties in the middle. Man, it was messy, stuff went everywhere, but oh, I was not productive the rest of that day. I guess, I guess, Zeke, we have a lunch date now. Huh. You guys do that a lot. It's cute. Yeah. I like it. Um, it's fun. Well, what other picks do you have at Radnor right now? Uh, we have an old elk. You know, it, it's not from Kentucky, but it's in the bottle. Like I said, it's it's really good. We love old elk, and that thirty four percent malt really makes it an easy drinker, even at the higher proof. So we're big fans of old elk. Obviously, we have the dickle we talked about. Uh, we've got a Knob Creek rye that is just absolutely delicious. So lots of good stuff at Radnor, and I know you're picking more because pretty soon you're going to have a pin hook and a willet, and hopefully the four of us and Susan will be picking some more together. And we, we, we picked a, uh, we're, we're talking about Four Roses. We've got a Four Roses coming. Oh, nice. I missed that somehow. We'll talk to you after the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a Four Roses coming to Radnor. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You can edit that out. Yeah. I'll edit it out. But no, I mean, just, or a couple cases fell off the back of the truck. Either right. way, right? Right. What What our recipe is it? I'm putting you on the spot. You are. It um, starts with an O, though. Um, and then it has a. And it has a B in it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it has it, an S. It, it, it's the floral 
OF. I wish I had my cheat sheet in front of me. I can't ever keep up just because even with the recipes, the, the range on them from time to yeah. time is it's tough. But I always have my Four Roses cheat sheet handy. Hmm. O B S F. Hmm. Actually, I think even uh, the Crusaders. I think we picked a O B S F. No, they've, they've got a run going now. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. actually it was pretty pretty damn good. So we'll be looking forward to that at Radner. Something that kind of spins off of Radner that I want to talk to Mr. Hines about is you have been doing a lot of work. We know of a lot of your charity bottles like Fuck Cancer, but you are now working with Bourbon Charity. You want to tell us a little bit about that organization and what you are doing with them? Yeah, Brandon actually formed Bourbon Charity not too long ago, and uh, it's because of some personal experiences and some tragic events in his life, and that really, really hit home with some of the things that I go through and we all go through. So uh, it was kind of great. We talked and um, it's really good to be able to use bourbon to raise money for things you're passionate about. You know, I've had people like Walt and Barrels and Brews and even Dad's Drinking Bourbon. They've been really supportive of uh, just using bourbon to give back. Uh, Bourbon does do a lot of negative and can ruin life. So it's great to see it actually, you know, do something good. Now, Bourbon Charity had a big Father's Day giveaway do you know how much money they raised for that Father's Day giveaway? It was, was $75,000 for the for the Father's oh, Day giveaway. Yeah, yeah not, That's yeah. awesome. It really was because it was kind of out of the blue. And uh, uh, we've got a $6 million bottle from Buffalo Trace. So I know... There's a big Thanksgiving Day giveaway that's going to be coming up, right? That's correct. And uh, I know Brandon's got some big plans for it. And uh, I'm going to do whatever I can to kind of help facilitate and push that along. But, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll hit six figures this year on it. And people can find Bourbon Charity at bourboncharity.org. They are on Instagram at Bourbon Charity. They are also on Facebook at Bourbon Charity. So the way that this kind of works is there's five organizations, I think, that Brandon... Right uh, now, there's yeah, there's five different organizations. You know, one's kind of a military branch. One's a cancer branch. You know, there's a lot of different avenues. But we're kind of also expanding to uh, not to limit ourselves. Uh, you know, we're kind of a, you know, lone wolfing it in the sense that if there's an organization or something that we really see needs a push, then we're going to put our resources towards it. I know that Brandon is in Thomas Dobb locally, kind of joined the, the board with Bourbon Charity. And uh, we've got a lot of bottles and special barrels that are going to be only available via bourboncharity.org. Which one of those was Fuck Cancer 3 which was a very special thing that you did with Wilderness Trail. And, and they had actually set aside some barrels for you for that. So they kind of saw what you were doing with the other ones and took up on the cause. You want to talk a little bit about that barrel? Yeah. So I met Shane and Pat at uh, ACS, an American Cancer Society event. Actually, Wilt to be Cured last November. It was a Crusaders event. And I met Shat and, uh, Shane and Pat from Wilderness Trail and. Those guys are just salt of the earth. I mean, some of the best guys you'll ever ever meet in, in this industry. So they kind of saw what we were doing, and I reached out to them, and they, they jumped on board. And uh, if you haven't had time to check out the, what we've done, um, once again, you can probably check Dad's Drinking Bourbon on their Instagram or even bourboncharity.org. We did a really special wilderness trail that came in a gift box, and really a special bottle, really pretty packaging. And even beyond that, it the the barrel that they rolled out uh, for us to try that we ended up picking was a special barrel to them as well. I know that everybody that that has had that has said amazing things. I know, you know, when when we said on our Instagram that we had you on along with Walt, the comments were already coming in. Everybody knows that when Heinz picks a barrel, it's a special barrel. That's why we're happy to, you know, it's way too kind. Well, a lot of people, you know, you're, you're getting infamous oh, out there between and it's gone and, you know, and these are just the ones that people have seen now. Those of us that really know you know that there's a hell of a lot of other barrels that you have been a part of that are heavy hitters that, you know, Instagram has not seen. And I'm going to keep them nameless so I still have a chance of actually getting them. But, you know, and it's gone, this, this box that you put together for the fall of BSM is crazy good. I'm not even going to describe it on this podcast because all anybody needs to do is go to our Instagram. We've, we've had it on there and we'll have it on there again. Just 
All I gotta say is well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Well, well, one last thing, just about bourbon charity. I know that uh, Dad's drinking bourbon. Uh, you know, has a Willet pick coming in. Some others as well. And I know Radner and uh, I'm thinking, and I'm hoping that they'll all at least donate a case to putting them on the spot here to actually raise money for charity on it as well. I think that'd be a a great thing. So, what do you think, John? Hundred percent, Zeke. Yeah, your allocation. <laughs> so John is now down to negative four bottles. <laughs> I, no, I think anything yeah. we can do to be a part of it, you know how much, you know, A, cancer and, and you know, being charitable. We still have, you know, every year we do our Make-A-Wish giveaway. There's other things that we like to get involved with. I can say that we are doing an event the National Whiskey Weekend in December with the L5 Foundation and the Tennessee yeah, Distillers Guild. So we'll be a part of that event. So I, I think there is a common goal for the people at this table that bourbon is a great thing, the community is a great thing, but using that community to give back is even better. Well, absolutely. Um, I know that y'all's pick that you let me have a case that everything – above and beyond cost, I donated to cancer. My, my wife lost her father to cancer. So it, it meant a lot to me to be able to write a check to the lymphoma. lymphoma. Leukemia and lymphoma. Yes, yes. So I, I think we're all in. Awesome. Well, guys, if you're listening, get involved out there. I mean, uh, you don't have to go do a big fundraiser. You don't have to raise a million dollars. But uh, seriously, just, just even if it's 10 bucks. Uh, get involved and do it do it as a birthday gift for someone if you need to. And the last thing I want to put you on the spot on before you go, so there's the event that the Crusaders is doing in November. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about that? Because they can get tickets to that event right now. Correct. They? They, they just went on sale last week, and it will probably sell out, I assume, this week. Uh, last year it was Will It To Be Cured. Uh, this year it's uh, Barrel Through Hunger. So we have Four Roses as our main sponsor. And the cool thing about this is is that Brent Elliott and the guys and girls at Four Roses uh, for an auction item have donated the oldest barrel pick to be done. So this will be an, a live auction event with Fred uh, emceeing where the oldest picks or the old, they'll roll out the oldest barrels ever for a private pick. So that's one of the one of the cool items along with a wilderness trail barrel will be auctioned off, you know, foolproof. Uh, and all this is going to actually go to, to some local food banks in Kentucky. That could be very interesting considering, uh, you know, I think Brent said more than once now that they're possibly sitting on the oldest stocks of anybody at this point. You know, and I've actually heard through rumors that some of that old stock is actually ending up in just the regular yellow label. Oh, I'm sure. Oh. Yeah, because wow. uh, they don't know what to do with it. Uh, hmm. I bet we, I bet the four of us <laughs> could find something that to out. do with exactly. it. Exactly. Well, I think some so of if you're it listening, might be oaky. You know, right. and, yeah. and the the stuff that they're tasting, and they're like, "This is over oaky." They're putting it in with some of the younger Just, stuff and blending it and yeah. coming up with something that, good. That profile they're looking for. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, probably another week or so left. Uh, it's going to be November 9th in Louisville at the Mint and Julep Tours. It's going to be a great event raising money for charity. So, you know, come on out and support it. I do have to say, I thought we'd talk for a half an hour. It's almost been an hour. So, I want to say, Walt. Mike, thank you guys so much for coming. Walt, tell everybody where the folks can find you. Uh, we're at uh, the corner of Trousdale and Harding Place. There's a Mapco, Mamma Mia's. We're in a strip center. Actually, if you if you put it in your GPS, I think it lands you in the middle of the road. <laughs> but You're not there. <laughs> but we are in the strip center where Mapco and Mamma Mia's is. Perfect, and and you are on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff too, right? Yeah. Radner, not <laughs> kind of. I'm not a Facebook person. Mag's I, I probably, meals, are you listening? <laughs> Mag, Mag's meals should be taking over <laughs> yeah. Radner yes. Instagram yes. instantly. Put her on payroll, Walt. But if you come in and you sign up with our email, uh, we will send you out our specials every week. You know, whatever we've got going. Well, and too, I think all the uh, you know the picks we talked about as well. If somebody wants to come in and, and get a, a a light thimble sized pour of that, and, yep, and 
see if we're, uh, we're right or wrong before they make a purchase. That's also a possibility. Absolutely. I do know a guy who knows how to use Instagram, and, and if he can get his allocation up from negative <laughs> four, he might be willing to do some work. <laughs> maybe maybe we could we could do Maybe some. we could get you to even. Yeah, maybe I can get back to even. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in. We, we've loved having you. And we hope it's the first of many times. Oh, absolutely. I have enjoyed this so much tonight. Oh, there isn't a grip in your future, big boy. Maybe. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Michael Hines, thank you for coming in. It's been a pleasure. How can the folks find you? I just, you want to basically find me on Instagram at at a (laughs) bushong. Message me. You have to spell that out. Anybody who wants one of his pics, his his Instagram handle is a b u s h o n g. That's how you sign up. Uh, message me as many times. The more you message me, the more balls you get. You like pics too, don't you? Like if someone sends you a pic, in, yeah, maybe egg, eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> Just the more eggplant emojis you send me. No. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and and also Bourbon Charity, they can find you through that, Bourbon Crusaders, anything else you want to plug while you're here? No, and once again, I think that, uh, thanks for having us on, and I'm sure I'll uh, see you guys soon. And thank you for everything you did to help us get that will it pick. I I think I just want to make sure we say from the dads. Absolutely, and and me, that that was a great day. That was a great day, and, and we thank you for just putting in a good word. I know I tried to bribe them with T-shirts <laughs> up at the, the gift shop, but you know I know that a, a good word from Michael Hines goes a long way, so thank you for that. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Zeke, you know the folks can find us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Find us on your favorite podcast app, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Podknife, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever it is, we are on it. Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave an open and honest review about all the whiskey we drink. But those reviews really help us because it helps other people find us. And we appreciate you guys sitting through this, which is just four guys sitting around sharing pours and talking. We didn't really review whiskey tonight, but there are time and a place for everything, Zeke, right? Indeed, and I'm sure anyone listening to this has been in the same spot where uh, sometimes you just have some good bottles and some good people and a damn good cheese charcuterie plate and, you know, an hour or two slips away and all there is is smiles and less food and bottles. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.